This is Not Your Father's Fundraising Podcast, a podcast about, you guessed it, nonprofit fundraising. This isn't the first podcast about it, but definitely not like any others you've listened to. This is a podcast for fundraisers by fundraisers. No boring charts or the same stale best practices you've heard for years. No ideas that only work in theory here. No concepts from people who aren't in the same trenches as you are every single day. Each week, you'll get practical strategies and tips to craft messages that engage donors and raise more money. This isn't smoke and mirrors. Everything has been pressure tested in the real world. Plus, you can start using them as soon as the episode ends. Now, here are your hosts, Ryan Thomas and Steve Thomas. Hello. Welcome to Not Your Father's Fundraising Podcast. This is episode 14, How to Acquire New Donors. I'm your host, Ryan Thomas, Vice President at Onicity. And I'm Steve Thomas, CEO and one of the founding partners of Onicity. We started this podcast because you know that this work doesn't stop. Uh, If you're a fundraiser, it is literally a seven-day, 24-hour. You might say 724, you might say 24-7, depending on... Or 365. Yeah, it depends on your proclivity. But either way, this thing doesn't stop. And yeah, that's the word of the day. <laughs> Perclivity. Uh-huh. Write that one down. Now it's a bonus if I used it correctly. If I didn't, <laughs> if well, I didn't use that correctly, I think uh, that's a that's like a twenty-eight or nine on the Scrabble uh, score. So that's pretty especially get a triple word or triple. Oh no, letter. that's got to be like a seventy-five with a triple. Yeah. I'll take it. I've never scored that high. That's good. That's usually my total. You need a Q. <laughs> yeah, you need a Q. Uh, but we st- we started this because it doesn't stop regardless of a uh, big word or number <laughs> that you put on it, it doesn't stop. And we would have these conversations and be talking about, Oh, I saw this or Ooh, we had to try this and your brain doesn't stop. And you and I would talk about things at barbecues, <laughs> hanging out dinner and family events and bore. boring everybody. Yeah. The eyes glaze over <laughs> and we realize, okay, we've got a podcast. We're just not recording it and we can get it in front of closer to a more motivated, interested audience <laughs> and, and just bore different people for a while. Yeah. Awesome. It's, it's a lot easier to hit pause and swipe out <laughs> than it is to walk off uh, from a conversation over the grill. Yeah. It doesn't hurt our feelings this way. And if you're paying extra close attention, you probably noticed that we share a last name and that might make the name of the podcast make more sense. Might make it funnier. Um, I'm not going to do a Darth Vader on this episode. Okay. Okay. We'll, we'll just alternate. Call, just call on that. Um, but we're at one city. We're a boutique ad agency that we focus on fundraising for nonprofits and marketing. That's what gets us out of bed. And our team has been around a long time. We've we've been together. The Avengers have been together for over a decade, but it's like it's they like, were off doing superhero stuff. Well over a decade. Yeah. But the rest of the team, we have member we have a lot of people on our team who measures how long they've been doing superhero oh. work for nonprofits in multiple decades. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But and the fundraising in the billions of dollars. Maybe not billions. No, let's just say billions. I mean, how, how are you gonna okay. track that? That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Billions with a B. Uh, that was the reject name of our podcast. But in addition to letting us know if we use words correctly in our vocab secret word, um, send us your feedback. We'll take constructive feedback. We've decided to open it up to people who aren't telling us we're awesome. The therapy's working. Uh, 
We're, yeah, it's paying we can off. Take it. Yeah, we can take it. Send all that to podcast at onicity.com. That's O N E I C I T Y.com. Podcast the usual way. And we'll get it. Uh, any questions or, hey, you guys ought to talk about this. I would really love to know this. Um, we or would never love... bring that up again. Yeah, never talk about that. Um, okay. That, great. Take if you want to give us fee- uh, episode centric or micro level feedback week by week when you listen, that would be awesome too. Uh, we won't share that with anybody, but yeah, send it in. But definitely send in your five star reviews wherever you get your podcast, wherever you're listening to us from now. Rate us five stars. Helps the algorithm. It helps other people find us. And uh, it didn't cost you anything. So yeah, it's just a click. You don't even. I think most of them will even let you do it. Yeah, you you don't don't even have to mean it. Yeah, don't have to mean. Nope. We'll just take your five star. I think you can even do that without leaving a review. Oh yeah, you can. So it is very easy on your end to do. Um, And if you don't, there are sad podcast makers out there who will Hmm. not be able to get a five star review. Yeah, I was, I was going to do a whole scaffolding thing, but I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I'd like to get people at least through our first segment before they tune out, <laughs> which is mail call. Uh, we like to look at something we've seen in the wild, whether that's mailbox inbox in real life, and talk about it. And I'll go first. Uh, sadly, I didn't bring it with me, but I got a very nice thank you card from an organization that we support and I really like what they do. And they were thanking me for giving to one of their springtime campaigns. They had a pithy name with it, but thank you for giving to this campaign. Mm. It was great. Mm. Except I didn't. (laughs) Now it's not as bad as that. That's, that's kind of my clickbait response. I'm a, I'm a monthly donor. Oh, so you're going to include it in. But I didn't even know about that campaign. And so I got to thank you for giving to this April showers or May flowers campaign. And it's like, I didn't give her that. I have no idea and what you're talking about. <laughs> my Sarah looked at it and she goes, I think they screwed up. We didn't give to this. And I said, well, yeah, it's, I bet they just lumped. They, yeah. they just pulled a report who yeah. gave this month. It was faster that way. Yeah. Or data. Whoever pulled the data kind of like, ah, rounded up. Yeah, like, oh, ah, that won't matter. Well, it was no my, one paid attention to that. This campaign was my idea. We need to make sure we get some more. <laughs> Let's just scoop the monthlies in. They gave a gift during the campaign. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, so technically. Yeah. Uh, wonderful execution uh, or wonderful thought. Really good execution, but not perfect execution. And didn't make me rethink my gift, but it's just kind of a reminder that, okay, those guys are small and they're street, they're shoestringing it together. Sure. But I, not ideal. Was there, it, it, could they have made that feel better to, to you as a donor? Sadly, I don't think, um, I don't think a lot of donors would have noticed. I don't think, cause yeah. I yeah. think even they just would have gone and passed them. Yeah. Yeah. Which is fine, but maybe if you're a bigger monthly giver, uh, I think the I think what they should have done ideally would would have been if they wanted to send something to a monthly donor and do this campaign. You you know you could have said thank you for giving your gift. It was in the month of April, and that was part of our April showers campaign. And even though you didn't give on that page, uh, your fifty dollars or whatever it is a month went to this 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 and this. Thank you so much. 
Or if they wanted to be really not aggressive, but capitalizing and listen to our podcast, they could have said, thank you for your gift in April. Uh, we were doing this campaign, the April showers campaign. If you'd like to give to that campaign, here's uh, the URL. Yeah. And they could have driven me to maybe give a second gift. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and it's not a hard thing to even, you know, validate a, a, a monthly donor, um, just with the, you know, just saying, you know, you're as one of our valued monthly donors, you, you, um, you made a difference this month along with all the other people who gave mm-hmm. to the, yeah. was it really? It was either April showers or May. May flowers. April showers, May flowers. Yeah. It was one of those. I can't remember. Okay. It's probably May flowers cause I got it recently. Right. Right. Either cool. way. My turn? Yeah, what'd you get? I got some in the mail, and I actually brought my homework. Yeah. The dog didn't eat mine. I mean, it helps I if that our studio's at your house, but that's fine. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is a... a uh, and I've... For the video, I've blocked out the... Uh, so that you can't identify, because I want to be kind to these people, and it's really a nice piece. Um, this is a... Like a, a... Slightly smaller than a Hallmark card, probably an A6 or an A7, if you're in the mail business. Um, they do a great job. It's a nice little packet of information. It's got a fun little teaser on the front. Uh, and it, it's, it's interesting because it's, a um, kind of a business looking uh, from the desk of is actually what the, but it looks like business stationery dressed to us does a great job of telling the story. As we get down to it, they make a great, um, uh, offer. Here's the ask. They do a you know, a per day price so that you can, you know, get a sense of what you've been doing. And then they've been, they've enclosed some stuff and they actually use in the middle of the letter, a personalization of our first names, which is pretty nice. And, yeah. um, but then they, they say by June 30, we must receive donations totaling. It's a mid five figure, uh, or more in order to end the ministry year on firm financial ground. Oh, <laughs> it's been a challenging year, but because of you and your faithful support, we have been able to push forward. And then they make another ask for the gift. Oh so my they've gosh. done a great job. And then they get to the part where they, they both ask badly. They, they, well, they don't ask badly. They ask well, but they do the, the because. So we talked in previous episodes about how important because is mm-hmm. as a, as a, as a turning point in a, a fundraising impact. And they say to end the year on firm financial ground. So what should they have said? Cause that's their situation. Yeah. Well, them, okay. So let's just talk about, it, so, so they're worried about what's, budget. what's going on is they're worried about budget, but they, they are trying not to say it's about budget. And my guess is, so for, I, I forgot to say something. Um, I'm a lapsed donor for them. Yes. Okay. So I'm not a current donor. And so I'm not in the hunt, right? And no. so I even have less That's reasons. Even worse. Yeah. So they 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 so, burned one of their lapsed mailings. Yeah. So well, or I, I don't know how they're doing this. They may just lump me in with all the other currents. I don't know. So anyway, the the sad part is they didn't say which, which is fairly strong, although I hate it actually, is to say um you know, we've got to meet our budget. They don't say we're this many dollars short of meeting our budget. Mm-hmm. They get, they pick a number and then they translate that into firm financial ground. Mm-hmm. I have been there on, mm-hmm. uh, in, in You've creating, been on, on shaky financial grounds. <laughs> well, no, 
no, I, I was going to say, I've helped clients who are looking to message around this. And the trick is, okay, if I absolutely can't say we're not going to meet our budget or Cause, some... Because if you can't say we're not going to meet our budget, we're going to have to shut our doors. Yeah. And, 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 and you get one or two fire sale things Mar- ever. And so you just don't Mar- want to... Marketing and fundraising is going to be very happy because that should do very well. Yeah. But, but you, this is this is neither. This is none of those things. And then, so I would even have uh, not be talking about this on this podcast, uh, or they would be my good my good example. They'd be if, they'd be gallant to your goofus. If, if if they had said to meet our our ministry our year on on firm financial ground, because if we don't, mm-hmm. or because if we do, they may yep. none of that they. And it's because probably that they, um, uh, my guess is that internally they they are are close on budget, but they're going to be okay. They don't want to say the bad stuff yep. about you. You know, you can't. We don't want to raise that money, and so they're they they've gone with what they had. Uh, but because and a reason why I, as a lapsed owner, should care. Would have helped. They just didn't do yeah. that, so they got close. I, I bet they don't meet their their goal. Be my guess. Yeah, unless they've already got some of that in the bank. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's that's it's it. a great segue. Mm. Uh, some some episodes it, it is going to seem to a listener like we compare we, notes and we plan. actually planned this out. I think it was last week that became readily apparent. It's not the case, but really, I can't remember. I'm just pretty sure. I had that feeling. Yeah. Um, if you spotted that we weren't in sync, email us. Yeah, and let us know. Podcast at oneisity.com. <laughs> that along with vocab and just anything. <laughs> if someone's annoying you at Starbucks and you need to pretend like you're sending an important email, just email us. Just send us an email. Guys bugging like me yeah. while I'm waiting for my macchiato. You don't have a bonus coming in on how many emails that uh, come into the podcast or anything like that. There's no. You don't have a, like a financial reason. Because if you could, if you do that, you could say, you could say, if we get emails like this, because I, you know, you need to help me end my fiscal year <laughs> on firm financial ground, and you can help with that by sending an email to podcast at what is to do dot com. Please, that'll work. Do the puppy eyes. That's right. Yeah. So every week, uh, we do want to do and talk about something that is easily put in place. Uh, ideal, we say, and most of them are, you can literally do this after the episode ends. Uh, when we talk about things in the meat, quote unquote, of the episode, that's a long tail. It takes a while to put that in. It takes a lot of thought. But this is something that if you aren't already doing, as soon as the episode's over, listen all the way through, but as soon as it's done, go do it. And if you are doing it, pat yourself on the back, you're doing great. Awesome job. This week, the thing I was going to say is you ought to always answer the question <laughs> to the donor. Why should I give now? Excellent. Why should I give to this impact? Excellent. And we talked before about scaffolding, which is taking your messaging points of problem, solution, participation, consequence. Uh, we're going to talk more about that when we talk to new donors. But there's a... Not a supplemental, but the additional thing is you got to answer why now, because thinking about a donor's experience with your organization, you're coming to them, you're mailing to them more than once. And maybe it's monthly, maybe it's twice a month, maybe, you know, whatever. 
but why should I give to this letter you just sent me or just, this email you hit in my inbox? Gonna, I know you're going to send me another one. I'll just wait. I'll just catch the next one. Yeah, it's no big deal. And you need to think through why to answer that because it's similar to that consequence of if we don't end this year on firm financial ground, uh, the <laughs> sloths are going to have nowhere to go. Or, what do I you know, care? Right? Yeah, yeah. I, it's not Whatever my it is. Um, but you've got to put that out there. And so I also have to answer why you should give back to this letter. Take the time to write a check, put it in that envelope we sent you, mail it back because this one matters. And sometimes it's, there's a last day of school coming up. There's a campaign reason, or mm. there's a, uh, some sort of artificial or real reason. Maybe you're coming up on Thanksgiving. Let's talk about artificial Easter. reasons. I mean, cause yeah. you can just say, I, we need this. Would you please send this in by March 31st? Hmm. And, uh, and we know psychologically just putting that deadline in you, AB test need mm-hmm. it by March 31st versus we just need it. March 31st to win every time by having the deadline. So that's effective, but that's a deadline. You still have Ideally, you'd answer why. Yep. And you got to think that through. It can be hard. Sometimes it is, like I said, it's first day of school. You got two weeks left of Thanksgiving or whatever it is. But you, you can also think about, okay, what happens? And one way I like to think about it or don't like to think about it is if nobody gives to this impact, what's going to happen? Exactly. And sometimes maybe in the summer or whatever your off season is of giving, you could just say giving drops in the summer or the winter or whenever it is, but the need doesn't. Right. And you aren't saying we've looked at our books and we're behind. You're just helping someone understand. You, you don't want to be tricky. You don't want to be shifty about it, but you want to let a donor know a little bit about what's yeah. going on without them having to be lectured. Yeah. You don't want to include spreadsheets, but, <laughs> but yeah. truly a donor would care. They care about what you're doing. They care about the problems you're solving and the work you're doing. And so if they really knew that, Oh, okay. If I don't give in July, you, there might be some issues because giving is dropping and you know, maybe you're not able to do as much. Well, I'd like to help with that. And you, you're able to do that quickly. And it's a tough question to answer. And usually it's one of the last things we have to think about and make sure is in there, but it's worth the effort you take to do that. That's beautiful. Yeah. Um, uh, mine's pretty simple and, and not the usual for me, but I, I would say make sure you are um, uh, offering your, particularly your current donors. And, and if you're able to segment current, new, less unlapsed. But current, I'd be offer your current and new donors um, uh, the a monthly giving option, and that is something you never know. Uh, don't don't do it in and distract from your main ask. But on your website, in a in a, in a, on a if you if you can, but that's uh, gonna make me mad because I just came here to give I one just gift one time, and, and it, you're gonna ask me for eleven more. Yeah, and. And yes, I am because, Oh, here yeah. it comes. <laughs> there you go. The sloths or the puppies or the, you know, whoever. Yeah, it, it, and that becomes a powerful, bold thing to not project on your fears, but allow for that. Don't do it every time you, you ask for a, a, a gift, particularly if you're doing it in the mail or events or powerful places to make sure that you include mm-hmm. that offer, but just give them a monthly. Okay. 
I, you're going to do better if you don't, if you're not trying to do it on paper and mail all the time, yeah. but if you can, if you can get your, um, your online giving stuff to where it, it works, where the, you give them a drop down option, you can, mm-hmm. I, you can, you can do a pop up yeah, or you can exactly. poke them. And you, you've tested some yeah. stuff where, you know, they pop up sometimes you, you it, watch it and you turn it off and you just, yeah. Yeah. I, it's something that, you know, it makes me nervous because I, I'm in that. We're gonna make people angry. Yep. Yep. But all the testing we've done, and I've, you know, people I follow and trust, a lot of the testing I've seen them do, and I, I don't always like looking at other people's testing because everybody's donors are different. And but if not it, everybody does testing really as well, well as we do, yeah. but if I can find two other groups that I trust who match essentially the data that we see. Okay, that makes me feel a little more confident in it that it's not making people mad. And I think a lot of it comes down to how you word it. Exactly. If you don't have your message pop up or your checkbox on your response device say, this would be even more helpful. It's even better. If the people we love actually give 11 more times in a year than you. If you structure it, make the biggest impact, help the most sloths, that kind of thing, you'll exactly. make an impact all year. People love you. They want yeah. to give a gift. Uh, the other thing I would say is don't buy into some of the, um, let's call it webinar porn about that start with, if you only had a thousand monthly donors, look oh, like where they that. walk you back. Yeah. And it's like, um, okay. A thousand monthly donors. Let's start with how you do that. Yeah. yeah. Oh so my gosh. It's the projectathon into the potential that mid-level marketing it, scheme where they're like, look, yeah, if yeah. you've got a thousand people <laughs> selling protein powder for exactly, you, exactly, exactly. we give you a Ferrari and you've got full access yeah. to the house in Mexico. All you need is everyone you've ever talked to. You talk to, to sign them. up. Yeah. So, so anyway, just resist that because, because that anytime somebody starts at the level of, if you have a thousand of these without getting into the exactly, how am I going to get a thousand of those? Mm. Cause that's a, that's, that, that's hard work block that's blocking and tackling and that, but, but once you get that, it, you, you begin to just offer on a steady basis, you'll be happier with that. And, you know, not promising your boss, you're going to find a thousand monthly donors. You'll be happy. He'll be, they'll be happy. Yeah. They'll yeah. be much happier. Yeah, generally. Maybe she won't fire you. And you won't have to write the letter. This is to be on firm yeah, financials. Firm <laughs> financial if, we, if we don't find if 800 we, more if we monthly donors for this to work that way, if I'd only stayed home rather than going <laughs> to the webinar. <laughs> okay. Oh. Never mind. Hmm. So next week, uh, we're we're gonna we're gonna debut one of City's first webinar <laughs> on, on how to get a thousand donors. monthly donors. So tune in well, for that. We could teach them everybody else how to take two thousand monthly donors and turn them into a thousand monthly donors. That I we could okay. do that quick. He's a cake. You give us two thousand. We'll give you five hundred back. <laughs> Before you get a monthly donor, you got to get a donor. Yeah, you got to get a new donor. Um, you were talking about your lapsed donor for that organization, and at least not at this point are you going to be a reactivated lapsed donor for that organization. I'm going to lay out and wait for them Maybe, to yeah, They're going to send you another one. Yeah, I'll get something else. But acquiring new donors is probably on the mind, in the back of the mind or front of the mind of every single person listening. It and should if it's be. not, yeah. It's, you, yeah. You, you need to pull over and get your, get your head in a good <laughs> space because... New donors are your one or one A to your current donors in terms of importance. Because if you don't, if you're not bringing new donors in, 
you aren't keeping a hundred. Nobody keeps a hundred percent of their yeah. donors. Yeah, great point. Good so place to start. Yeah, if you if you just like you know, we're just not going to bring in new donors. We're gonna we're gonna focus on the ones we have. Oh, that's so good. Then you can almost like they do on Shark Tank or other startup shows. You can project <sighs> out your burn rate, and you could almost figure out when your organization is either going to shut its doors or slash its programs, because you're you might. You might be keeping 55, 60%. Um, you know, some of our clients are, are in the 65, three quarters, but even that, you're losing a quarter every year. Yeah. So you got to go find some more. Yeah. So you got to find, you got to find them. But to think about that, you do acquisition, you talk acquisition. You, your boss probably has books on acquisition. You probably have books on acquisition. The two ways I think about it is okay, where do I look? And what do I say? So where should they look? I have a couple ideas, but I'll let you try. I was going to start the other first. direction. So I, I, all right, no, go with that then. No, that's fine. We don't, we don't study that or we don't practice. Well, okay. So I, I'm going to, I'll go with, I, I, I think if you, I think if you start with getting your story straight on, on what, and to be, to be clear, I wasn't raking those in the order priority. No. So okay. It's yeah. not like he's saying I'm wrong. Yeah. Well, I time. would never say it. I would, I would, this kind of point. I'll edit it out. That's the only <laughs> time I'll do any editing and posts if you say I'm wrong. Well, you're going to be wrong first for me to say that. You're just not wrong very much. All right. So back to scaffolding. <clears throat> you alluded to that. We, we did in episode three and seven that I wrote down, we talked scaffolding oh, well at done. various points. Yeah. And so it, it, that's the, and you, you allude to it, problem, solution, participation, and consequence. The, that, mm -hmm. Those are the things we find present. Don't think about it as a, as a formula. Just think about it as the, if all of those things are present, you will have a better fundraising recipe. Yeah, yeah. If you leave out the butter, your brownies are going to suck. Yeah, it's going to be ugly. So anyway, so, so get that. So think about, all right, what is our, our very best? And usually you'll have multiple answers for each, but, but that's where you hone it down. Get those pieces there. And then think about what story do we know that it, it, it's a success story, it's a, a, a situation. What can we tell that, that illustrates those, the, the very best of our answers to those four, those four pieces? And why very best? Well, because you're, it is not an easy thing to acquire donors. And so you really want to sharpen your storytelling so that it is the best illustration uh, that you can come up with that is still current enough. Because with a new donor, most likely they haven't really heard of you or that heard from you, yeah. not of you, but they haven't heard from you and so you can choose your best answers because your best answer to those questions, you may have talked to a regular donor about last month. Absolutely. Great point. Because you're, you're assuming that, that, and, and let's just say, so, oh, somehow a current donor runs into this messaging, uh, a, a, for, that's designed for new donors. Something they see in the wild. Yeah. They'll be like, oh, I, oh, I that, remember yeah. that. Oh. Or I, how nice would if they remembered it? They'll just go. I still love those guys. I'm mm -hmm. so glad I'm a donor. So it's okay. Uh, uh, the projecting far more awareness onto a donor than is reasonable kills a lot of good ideas. People just aren't paying that close no, attention. It, not because they don't like you or love you, 
but similar to your life, dear listener. <laughs> they got, got a lot going on. They got some things going on. I, so, yeah, having that, if you've got one, if you're going to have one bullet in your gun, yeah, make it a good bullet. Yeah. And then I, I'm going to add, yeah. uh, uh, I guess I'm just going to add two things. I was actually going to add three, but for some reason <laughs> I went pointed two fingers. So we've already talked about because, so I'm not yep. going to count that one. You, but you want to emphasize impact or the difference that donor can make. Okay. So that's part of participation. But when you're, when you're scrambling for attention, you want to make sure the pow, the difference, the impact, the change, the whatever, you want to make sure that really is, is clear and strong and it is undeniably understandable. No vagueness, no financial footing, firm foundation. Uh, yeah, none of that. It is this changes a life. This saves a, a kitty. This makes bunnies happy. Someone, someone who wouldn't eat yesterday will eat today. Exactly. And and you uh, and in my world, that that is full throttle. Whatever you can say and do, that's one hundred percent true. But that you you go at it with emotion and clarity and stickiness of, mm. of messaging so that it's very sharp. <clears throat> Last thing I'd say is uh, this is a great place to declare ownership for the donor, for the other prospective donor, to say this, is, this will make our community better. This will help our this, this mm. neighbors or do this for each other. People in our area do this. People who believe this. So, so you, you, you reach to the possibility of a community for not only the, the p- prospective donor, but for what this person's going to do. So that's, that's what I have I can think about on, for the it's, easy messaging part. It's not always easy, though. I mean, it, no, it no. sounds easy, but... No, it's, well, it's, I don't mean to make it even sound easy. It's hard. <laughs> the refrain I always think about in building these messages. And a lot of times it's reviewing people's messaging when we're coming into work with a client that, yeah, our acquisition didn't, didn't do well. You want to take a look at that as before you start yours. Sure. Fine. It's always helpful to know what people have seen and not liked (laughs) the refrain, or I guess it's a motto I think about and talk to our team about is it's about them. Oh, great point. Because it's very easy when you're building your messaging and you know, like you're talking about the, the problem I want them to know we're solving, how we're doing the solution, how they can help all of those things, especially with a new donor, you can feel a lot of the pressure of, okay, I've got to let them know everything we do. Yeah. Let's not forget the mission statement. Yeah. Oh, well, and we can't forget to let them know that we bought the really good uh, rubber pellets for the playground for the kids because it, it doesn't hurt as bad when you fall on them. We got to let them know that's how much we care about the kids and all of this stuff. You put all that in and you've sent them something that is all about you yeah. and nothing about them. No questions they were being they were asking at that I point. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's all great. Perfect. I know what to say. Yep. Done deal. Yep. I just walk out the front door or out of my cubicle. Start waving this around. You know, Michael Scott in the office. <laughs> I declare bankruptcy. <laughs> Where do you say it? Um, well, yeah. 
<laughs> this is so hard. I, mean, I just, I just, I just rope a doped like, you. I'm like, yeah, this yeah, is gonna this be easy. Like, like, well, I did the messaging. Yeah, I was right. just about to say this is a payback for that. Go ahead. I'll, I'll right, yeah, you. okay, yeah, critique me. Yeah. First off, the pithy answer is you look for a new donor anywhere you might find one. <laughs> oh, that. If, okay, if, that's that actually is good. If you if might, it, if, if if you think there might be people at the mall, who care if you're an uh, animal rescue ASPCA kind of thing, mm-hmm. and there's a pet store over there, we go hang out and get some new donors. But truly, you can uh, in analog you can buy lists we all hate when our information gets sold except when it's to an organization we care about you can buy people's mailing information Mm -hmm. and when i join a mailing list when i get uh, i just recently got my son a subscription to car and driver motor trend car magazines because it's summertime and And, i got to get some work done and And how old is he he's seven and a half And he won't well, stop talking about cars. And so this is selfish And that I'm trying to buy myself some time. If yep. there are two magazines a month, will will help me get some work done. That'd be awesome. But somebody's going to be able to buy my name and address off of the Motor Trend list. And I can't name another. But some, some auto trader magazine is going to be able to mail me knowing that I was interested in cars because I'm on this mailing list. Yep. And so you can you can go to a list broker and... You can responsibly buy uh, lists of people who are on things and you can look at what's common to your mission, blah, blah. There, we could do three episodes just about how to buy a list. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Or, well, we, we'd have to bring in our president, but uh, Chris could do four episodes on how to buy a list. Uh, you can buy what's called a carrier route with the post office, yep. which basically is like Vietnam carpet bombing a neighborhood. Yeah, and the thing that is that is a lot of people don't understand about that option is you they think it's got to be current resident instead of name, but you actually can have you know the 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 actual names and they're mm-hmm. post office approved, uh, yeah. which may or may not mean anything. Um, uh, but but you 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 those can, you can still be, personalize it. It can be personalized and and accurate to the extent that the post office can make it accurate, which. We've seen varying results there, but like everything, your mileage may vary. Uh, in digital, you can ask. So I, I'm going to oh, press oh, pause oh, for oh. a second since you did digital. Uh-oh. So let's yeah, notice that way I yeah, did that. Yeah, that was good. Um, uh, people uh, s- uh, often think that that direct mail is sort of the gold standard, the best way to go about new donor acquisition. And the the one thing I, I, I want to keep saying, and I, uh, uh, within the company, I, I, I receive several calls a year um, from people who want to hire us to do um, uh, uh, donor acquisition mailings for them. And uh, hmm. one of the things that we don't do is... By, by doing that, they want us to only do exactly. that Exactly. And we just don't do that because it is the hardest oh. game you can play and it is the it has the most it is the Why most you want to take you want to take my money? I'm yeah. an organization. I got the check yeah. the check will clear. Well, the, yeah, and, and just and, do my just do my acquisition. And, and, and we've had a, I've had a conversation or two like that. And the problem is I know what the conversation is going to be like after all of that and it's just not worth it. It's just not it's just not smart. And so what I want to say is what you're getting ready to talk about on the digital side 
if an organization is, um, if, if, if you're not already doing uh, fairly significant direct mail for your cultivation, for your current and your lapsed donor programs, you want to be slow to jump into uh, uh, any sort of donor acquisition in the, in the mail, new donor acquisition mm-hmm. in the mail, just because of how, how tricky it is. And yes, you can buy it you know, really cheap per piece and you know, go carpet bombing, you go big. But the problem is the results are still small percentages in a matter, you know, mail and back pieces. to that, that yeah. I, you know, if I can get you a thousand monthly yeah, donors, if you're yeah. buying all the houses on a carrier route, exactly, you're paying X amount per house plus per piece yeah. just to make it. How, how many of those houses need to say yes? And how much do they need to send yeah. you when they say yes? Uh, all of a sudden that, that could become a scary percentage you have to hit to make that work. Exactly. And, and you're, uh, with very few exceptions, um, you are, in, you, your goal is not to, to break even in new donor acquisition. Uh, uh, this was an unusual year for our clients and for others in that I've that never we, seen anybody make money. In yeah, we had, yeah, but, but people were sitting at home, uh, and people were, their antenna were up about local causes mm-hmm. and we talked some about that last week. Yeah. So anyway, uh, so, so do that. The other thing I would say is. If you're if you're going to stay in the mail arena, this is a place. Just don't do this by yourself. This is like doing your own taxes and some other things that that just it may not be smart to do by yourself. And so, um, which I've already said, I'm not going to. You know, we won't do it if that's all you want to do. Don't send that to podcast. <laughs> but, but, unless you just are just mean. Um, but but it is something that 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 you, you probably want help because list brokers. There's good list brokers. Who there are few. And there are lots of people who think they're list brokers who are really bad. And <laughs> just saying. And so be cautious about that. It's a, it's a place to spend money you, uh, that you never get back and you really feel miserable about. Okay. So now I'll unpress, uh, un, 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 unpause, unpause, press play. In, in digital. Um, this is, is where the magic happens. Yeah, well, it's not necessarily. Because you build an app, right? You want to get an app Yeah, you, wanna, you want an app. You want to build an app and, and your acquisition app. No, that's, that's, that's horrible. Um, but in, in digital, it's not quite the opposite of direct mail, but it is a lot easier and I don't want to say simpler. It's more cost effective to go at people who don't know you and you can take, uh, you can take lots of routes, really Facebook ads, which you may be thinking, well, nobody clicks on those. I don't click on those ads, which fine, but there are people who are, trust me. And if they're not clicking on your ad, they're clicking on your attention competitors ad, the people also vying for your donor's attention and dollars. So Facebook is the place to start. They make it pretty easy. Um, there have been times where because of vacation scheduling and things like that, I've actually set up a client's campaign. And so That's if I can do it, um, you're far more technical than you may. Yeah. Sound, but, but still, still. It, could someone like me do it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, it, there's your it, measure. Yeah. It, well, okay. That seemed like a trope, but it, with, with some Googling and following Facebook's steps, because again, Facebook wants to take your money. And so they want you to be able to set this up so you can pay them. And they're only going to, they're going to, they're not going to let you go live with something until they've approved it anyway. Right. Sort of. (laughs) 
So with Facebook, you, you, you set an ad uh, and that you can do copy images. There's so many options to go at people and keep in mind, Facebook has all the creepy information on all of us and the targeting that they can do is awesome. Again, if it's for an organization I like, it's really creepy <laughs> in any other sense. And they can take, um, they can find people who like organizations and pages like yours, like causes that apply to you. They can find these people. If you've got a Facebook page, they can put it in front of people who follow your Facebook page, put it in front of their friends. There are so many targeting things that you can do with Facebook ads. It's awesome. But you're also putting your eggs all into Facebook's basket, which can be great when it's working. Not or so when they're, when, when they're being benevolent, when they're being benevolent, uh, lots of as overlords, do. yeah, <laughs> as overlords, lots of nonprofits got, uh, affected by some, some stuff they did last fall, which is a great time for them to cause nonprofits, some, some stress. Google is also another great spot, uh, where we've, we've seen success and clients have seen success. The numbers are different because the audiences are different, but Google again is the other person or entity who's keeping track of your whereabouts and everything you do great targeting there. And essentially like everything else we've talked about any medium where you can take your message, take what you are doing that a donor cares about in their community or in this problem, you're just using everything you can to put that in front of them. And it can be a Google ad. It can be a video on Facebook. It can be an Instagram ad. Uh, you, you, you could be a TikTok, maybe. Uh, if you want to be funny and, and you've, you've got that kind of angle in your bag, you can do that. Or it could be skywriting. It, whatever it is, it's taking that opportunity to get that message in front of donors. The most intriguing thing, and we may, we may need to do a whole episode on this. I didn't give you a heads up. I was going to mention it, is we have a client who does events as new donor acquisition. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it goes... Fair to say gangbusters for them. Oh, it's, 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 it's serious gangbusters. I mean, and it's like beyond a metric gangbuster. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. It's bigger than a metric game. Yeah. 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 Um, the Imperial gangbuster. <laughs> and that's something where you might think, well, I can't do an event as an event. That's like, that's a lot of, that's a lot of capital outlay. I've got to do and a lot of time to put up an event just to get, donors it's a lot more time effective to send a letter to everybody we just rather decline slowly yeah again it's taking any opportunity you can find think of or get your hands on to put your in the business world they'd say your unique selling proposition yeah in front of somebody well so let's just say one of the things that one of the reasons one should send an email to podcast at Winicity is to tell us who you are and what your circumstances are because we know our target audience in terms of our clients and kind of who's in what we always call the tribe, just people mm -hmm. that, that we interact with. But, but we don't know all of who's listening. We'd like True. to, but we don't. And until we work out the technical stuff where people can do a call-in show, wouldn't that mm -hmm. be awesome? Um, we, we have to kind of go down the middle. So we're assuming that you're big enough to do this and, but not so big that you have that. And mm -hmm. so, uh, well, some of the most successful percentage wise, uh, new donor acquisition events I've seen had 10 people in them. Mm -hmm. 
and were were coffee and dessert kind of things with not a lot of hoopla, no special speaker that you're paying a lot of money for, but maybe 80% of the people who were there uh, that were not donors became donors. Well, we'd all love that kind of a, a percentage in ROI. Oh, my god! Particularly if you work out for someone else to buy the dessert yeah, and the, the coffee, yeah. right? Cake you know? and coffee is yeah. cheap. So... So uh, the the model I would suggest, and you, it, it's a simple, you know, it's a you know smaller than a three by five card to write. You people who love you, who are already donors, who are who are ready for an ask beyond just what they're doing financially. You say, would you would you put six people in the your living room or on Zoom <laughs> if that's your preference, and 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 let me tell our story, and you say why you love us, and then you have a very clear no mm-hmm. previous episodes ask and wait for them to respond. So you only get 50%. That's a really good night. Oh yeah. You'll love that. The, the ROI and long-term value on this ad of donors is big and the risk is low. Yeah. Yeah. And I think you were talking about off of tours. Uh, you can, oh yeah. You, yeah. It can be an easy ask an email you can get your current list, you know, ask, hey, will you forward this email to somebody you know who you think would also care about sloths? <laughs> and it can be, hey, just you you love sloths, I love sloths. Come look at what we're doing for sloths. <laughs> and now if you say it that way, you shouldn't have somebody at the end, you know, with the hat around, because if you're asking them to take a tour, you should just enable them to take a tour. Yeah. But if at the end of the tour and they see your work, yeah. you have a conversation. Oftentimes, that's when you're going to find people who came to take a tour turning into donors. Yeah, and and we talk. We've talked about events. Uh, we probably will talk about events a bunch because events are are an interesting way of going about it, and there's so much around it that doesn't work. But events don't have to be several hundred people in a convention center with a pricey speaker. You certainly can do that, but, but that's like going to Vegas. There's a, there's a, there's a risk there. If Mm -hmm. you, if you don't know how to do that and you often spend a lot of money and time and some of the hard cost of all your people blowing up, you know, two months of their, of their work life to put on the event. Yep. So go easy on that stuff. So I, I would say I really liked, uh, and I, I appreciate you letting me, not like you had a choice, but letting me do message first, because one of the things that's critical in my mind about message is if you focus first on how you're going to do it, you still mm-hmm. have to figure out message. But mm-hmm. if you figure out your message, then you can begin to play with the ways you expose people to this message and you present it and, and tinker with that. But the message, the work you did on message stays the same. It's more efficient. Yeah. Which yeah. we could all be more efficient. Yeah. No question. Like anything else? If there's something we left out or some or Oh, oh wait, what or, we left out. We left out a ton. But yeah. I mean if there's yeah. something that's gnawing at you that we yeah. left out. Yeah. Something specific or that you've got a use case. You had acquisition that went great or horrible or yeah. Well, and, and if your acquisition did not do well in the twenty twenty. In twenty twenty that should be a signal uh, of some kind because um, uh, the acquisition that we did for our clients and and, my, and a few others we have, we've we had access, yeah and and, and the, some of the people we did we did special work for was like 
mean, it's case study work. And in fact, we do have case studies about it. <laughs> but but said, hand over fist. Yeah. Just, and, and, and really uh, powerful um, uh, responses. If yours wasn't there, you need to examine your messaging because uh, uh, it, 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 that was your chance. Smoking the cockpit. There's a signal there that that it, it, there was. You could be in one of the one of the niches or categories that historically did badly um, uh, during the, the pandemic time. But it also could be that you were you went in it a wrong way, and don't you don't want to do that again. So just learn from it. Move on. Best time to plant a tree was. 30 years ago. <laughs> Next best time is today. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Boomer. That was good. <laughs> That's good. That was good. Another thing that started before we had this podcast was sharing information, thing we've things we've read, stuff we're seeing that you and I would pass back and forth. And we would just often, because none of it was breaking news or had to be read right now. That's work. But it was, hey, I read this. this is interesting. This ought to be on your radar. Hey, have you seen this? Okay. And so these are things we each try to bring something that ought to be on your radar, dear listener, if it's not already. Yep. So you go first. Okay. So I can interject. <laughs> Which is fancy for interrupt, right? Um, so uh, mine is a, is a book called Anti-Fragile by uh, Nassim Taleb. I believe I'm pronouncing that pretty close. If not, uh, you know where to send your information. Yeah, that's right. Um, so here's the opening line to, the, to, to this book, and it's a, it's a big book, but it is, it's something I read uh, not every year, every couple of years. Uh, the, the opening line is, um, wind extinguishes a candle and energizes fear. Uh, fire, not fear, and energizes fire. I thought, whoa, whoa. I don't know where yeah. this is going. I know this is going. Okay. This is live without wind, a net. Wind, yeah, wind extinguishes a candle and, and energizes fire. So he, he is saying, um, you know, how is it that one thing can extinguish and another thing can make it grow? And he is talking about this idea of anti-fragile. And anti-fragile is not uh, resilience or robustness because those are things that respond that, that stay steady in, in chaos and, and lack of order. Kind of survive. Yeah, they survive. Uh, what he's talking about is that there's fragile, where if there is uh, turbulence or upset or pandemic or something, uh, in, in the fragile state, it falls apart, it gets worse. He's talking about designing for something or organization or how you do your life so that it actually prospers. It gets stronger. It gets better in the, the, the tumult and it gets better in the chaos. Uh, it's a, this guy is a, he's a, he's, he's the guy who, uh, you probably, if you're familiar with black Swan, um, that was his, one of the early parts of, of his writing, uh, it was the previous book to, to anti-fragile. Um, uh, this is something I read every couple of years because it reminds me that there is a way, no matter how chaotic, no matter how much crazy it is to prosper. I was talking with a client about strategic planning today and we were laughing about, he and I are both old enough, we can remember five-year strategic plans. How hilarious is that to think about? You mean, you mean six, you're planning 60 months out? Yeah, yeah. So how hilarious is that? We were, we were just, I mean, it was just, it was crazy because we both were like, well, even 
18-month plans. And so we were, we were talking about, and it, it is a component of, of anti-fragile, to shift thinking from the, the totally illusionary, illusionary idea that I can project my, my planning you know, a year into the future. Well, there are ways, uh, uh, Talib talks about them, there are ways to structure organizations. To structure, I, Here's the difference. I think about the company. I think about my career. I think about the way I operate out of out of this this idea of anti-fragile and as uh, I'll just I'll just say because I haven't I haven't stepped across this line recently uh, as someone who follows Jesus Jesus is, was one of the greatest examples of of anti-fragile yeah. what was meant to end things actually made them more per- pervasive and and get more you're blowing out a candle but yeah. wait a minute no, sorry. you started a you bonfire started that. yeah so anyway uh, anti-fragile uh, powerful book. It, it, it's a monster. I mean, it'll take you a while, but it, it is the it is one of those things that it's worth it. You won't figure everything out from this one book, but it's worth the, the journey. Mine's gonna mine mine might make you mad. Oh no! Don't look. That is unfair. <laughs> Fair is not my thing. Yeah, come on. Project Hail Mary. Oh, you. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I knew it had to be this week, or it couldn't. It couldn't be. Oh, I didn't even later. think about doing that. Oh, that's so- Project Hail Mary. Okay, okay. Let's hear what you're going to do with this first. I guess we'll just start with who who wrote it. It's by Andy Weir. Yeah. He wrote The Martian. Yeah. Uh, so, if if you if you have a you know, you may have gone to see the Matt uh, the Matt Damon movie. Mm-hmm. Um, my wife was very intent on going to see a sci-fi movie for the first time <laughs> in history. What a coincidence. Like, uh, I think this is in space, but we should probably go see this movie. This, this looks awesome. And the trailer was like half done on YouTube. I'm like, you didn't even finish. She's like, I, I've seen it. That's all I need to see. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. It, does he take his shirt off in that? I can't remember. Oh, like a lot. Okay. All right. Well, there you go. Yeah. Okay. It was, I'm like, look, that's Mars gravity. Okay. <laughs> Come on. Anybody. Put me We'd on, all look good put, on Mars. Put me, put me in a globe on Mars. <laughs> see what I look like. Okay. The book, it, it first, it's one of the it's one Are we of on the best Ma- on the Mars. Yeah, the, yeah. So the Mar- the Martian was an an amazing adaptation of a book. Okay. You may have watched the movie. If you haven't, if you haven't read the book, go read the book. It is an amazing narrative voice. Mm. And oh yeah, I'm, I guess I'm really doing Andy Weir's books, uh, but the narrator is the main character, it's Matt Damon, in The Martian. And there's such a distinct voice and character oh, yeah. that oh, shines through. Oh, I know where you're through. going now. Okay. All right. That's good. In his third book, uh, Project Hail Mary, and his second book, Artemis, was not as good, but I still kind of believe was written by a 16-year-old girl because that's the main character and the narrative voices. Don't feel like you should be able to do that that well. Mm. Nobody should be that good, but whatever. Project Hail Mary just came out of like a month ago and uh, like half our company has read it (laughs) and uh, it, it is phenomenal. I'm a huge sci-fi nerd. I love space. The plot is phenomenal. It will be an amazing movie. There's twists and turns. I can usually spot things like that coming. I did. I spotted one of them and I was extremely proud. I went like one for 17. It was great. (laughs) 
but his narrator's voice is so different than his other two books. They aren't the same. He's doing the same strategy, but he's not a one trick pony in that he can only write one voice. He can pick a voice. He can create a character and get into that person's head and then project all of their thoughts, their inner monologue to you Mm -hmm. for 400 pages. And he can tell a story. You learn things about this character without him saying, Oh, I just really care about children. He gets that across to you by moving the plot along. Mm -hmm. Not only am I just plugging uh, an awesome sci-fi book, this is relevant in the leader voice we talked about a few weeks ago and rolling back uh, the cover, peeling the onion on your leader, on the person who is signing and sending your fundraising emails or appeals or letters or whatever, and letting them see who that person is, a little bit of personality. Yeah. Yeah. Just enough, right? Just enough. You can still move the plot along, which Mm -hmm. in this analogy is moving your fundraising, talking about your what your organization is doing, but you can bring some seasoning, some personality to that person because then your leader, just like the characters in these books, they aren't characters anymore. They're people. Yeah. Your leader isn't somebody who's signing a letter. It's a person. I know them because I've read, I've read their letters. I know who they are. Yeah. Phenomenal. Apply that to your fundraising, but also read project. Just for the, just because it is a, it's a, it's a great story. And, Storytelling, learning how to tell stories well. Uh, Weir is a story, a great mm-hmm. He's storyteller. He's a great storyteller. And so, yeah. Oh, that's great. I wish I thought of that. I know. Dang it. Yeah, I, did. I knew. I, I knew it was either this week or I was, I was hosed on being able to use it. You got it. Good job. Good job. This is episode 14. We this is the, like on the short yesterday. Range. We were like last we were doing that. We, we were, were doing 13. the Deca, the Deca pod. <laughs> Which that sounds a, like a creepy creature that I need to call my pest company for. <laughs> but this is episode 14 of Not Your Father's Fundraising Podcast. I They haven't am, shut us down yet. They haven't shut us down yet. We're theoretically, you know, the rent is going to still cash. We're going to be here next week. It's all good. But yeah. next week, after the rent check clears, here we go. We're going to talk about how to effectively use the back of a grocery store receipt to advertise your next event. Ooh. So stay tuned. I'm Ryan Thomas. And I'm Steve Thomas. Give us your five-star reviews and send any questions, any comments, uh, even if they're bad. Book recommendations. Book recommendations. Telling us you read Project Hail Mary. <laughs> Anything to podcast at onicity.com. Thanks. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Not Your Father's Fundraising Podcast. If you've enjoyed the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. We really appreciate that effort. Tune back in next week for another fresh episode of Not Your Father's Fundraising Podcast.